Hi, and welcome to the Magical Soul Healing Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Mazzo. I'm known online as Jess the Empress. I started this podcast as a way to support people. I am very passionate about mental health, tarot, and astrology, and combining all those perspectives so that individuals can do better, so that they can improve their lives, improve their well-being, improve the quality of their day-to-day. And I'm bringing all of that passion onto this online space, onto this podcast. So I really hope that these episodes support you. I'm so excited to hang out. I'll see you soon in the episode and I'm sending you love. Hey, hi, hello, beautiful friends. What's up? It's your girl, Jessica Mazzo, aka Jess the Empress. I have Toro joining me on the couch. Oh, you guys didn't get to see his beautiful face jump up. There he is. Say hello, boy. And a big sigh from him. He just came in from outside. It's a tough life, you know. It's hard for your boy out here. All right, so we're getting into Venus, the Venus sign going, well, the Venus planet going into Gemini. That's what's happening. It's happening on the 22nd. I am recording this on the 20th, so this is coming out a couple of days ahead of time, so that way you can figure out what you want to do while Venus is in Gemini, which is going to happen over the next four weeks. So it's in Gemini until July 17th. Thumbs up for that. That's exciting. You got a little bit of time. Venus, in case you don't know, is the planet of love and relationships, but it has a lot to do also with your household and with your money. So when you hear me talk about the collective themes, I want you to think about how you can also incorporate this with your home and with your finances, okay, these themes. But the two cards that we're going to go over from the tarot, we have the lovers and we have the empress. The empress is the Venus card and the lovers card is Gemini. If you want greater details in the Gemini energy, then go look up other podcasts I have with Gemini There's a lot of details within those about what the lovers is and Gemini is specifically. But with the Empress, we have this real recognition of our personal growth. So we're maturing and love matures. Our relationship to money, hopefully over time, matures. But it also requires us to check in. And when we love something, you know, we're not going to neglect it. So obviously this you know, relates to our other people in our lives, but it's our home. And again, it's our money. So with the lover's card, I really hope that everybody gets excited about what they can learn about their home, their money, their friends, how they can maybe incorporate all these things. When I think about, when I think about Venus and Gemini, personally, I think about entertaining at home. It seems like that would be such like a good time to have friends over like a cocktail hour or if you're like me, you know, like a mocktail hour. I feel like like everybody would bring a different dish from like a different country or something. You know what I mean? And and just like you're you're like learning new things, you're tasting, you're sensing, you're experiencing. 
that's what I think about when I think about Venus. I think about this immersed experience in whatever it is you're doing for love, for pleasure, for sensation. And so with Gemini, with the lover's card, this has a lot to do with our intellect because it is connected to Mercury ultimately, but it's our conversation and the context of our conversation. It has to make us better, you know, Obviously, I say this every time with Gemini energy. I don't have like, you know, gossip about celebrities, whatever. It's not a big deal. But you want to make sure that if you are gossiping about celebrities, it's not taking up like your entire evening. I guess unless you're doing like a red carpet review, which like could be fun. But you know what I mean? You want to have conversations with your friends, with your lovers that are just enough to agitate you to think a little bit differently, to think outside the box, right? Uh, so much of today, we have what's called an echo chamber, right? It's everyone just nodding and agreeing and like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, totally. I, I fully agree with what you said 100%. And it's like, that's kind of boring. So I feel like one of the collective themes is having these conversations that are stimulating. So mentally stimulating conversations are part of what we're going to get over the next four weeks, which is great. So then I also have flirting with lovers and or strangers like it's cute you know like look there's a lot of people that have work wives work husbands work flirts and it doesn't mean that they're having extramarital affairs it does mean that they have a person that they flirt with when they're at work it's cute if it's harmless it's harmless that's exactly what it is right it's harmless and there's nothing wrong with somebody finding you attractive and you finding them attractive everyone is an adult here right? If you cannot exercise self-control, you are immature, like bottom line. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but for all of us who are adults and can handle ourselves, we're going to have a good time flirting, okay? We're going to get flirted at. We are going to flirt with. Now, with your lovers, let's say that y'all are going through a little bit of a dry spell. It's fine. It happens to like everybody on the planet. It's the way it is. You know, like that fun, flirty, sexy passion, it comes and goes, okay? But this is the perfect time to ignite that. And uh, if your partner is a person who is intellectually stimulated, it's going to be on you to just like pull them in a little bit, right? Even maybe asking them to talk about something that they like. Look, I get it. Maybe you don't want to listen about the mechanics of a car or whatever, Okay, and and in your mind, you're like, oh, I just want to die. But, 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 but you see their speech, it's getting a little more rapid, right? Their shoulders are dropping, their eyes are widening, they're excited. This is fine. It's fine. Part of Gemini energy isn't always about your verbal communication. It's your nonverbal communication. So, so (laughs) do your best to show signs that you're actively listening and it can turn your partner on. Did you know that? Did you know that like actively listening can be very sexy? Uh, it can. So try that on for size. Let me know if it works. Um, sharing things of interest with your partner can be really nice. So I want to just say like it's like intellectual foreplay. Oh, that's like so cute. Okay, you're going to get into it over the next couple of weeks. Um, The other thing, the other note I have is overspending. 
So please make sure that you exercise mindfulness around your budget. If you don't have a budget in place, you have two days to get that in place before this energy really ramps up. I feel like you want to be most mindful of impulsive buys. Um, unless you have like a throwaway budget for impulsive spending, this isn't the time. You know what I mean? Um, with the Empress, I want you to sit in... I want you to sit in the reward, the feeling of the reward for the for the long-term investment, okay? I know it's hard. Sit on your hands, watch the deals come and go, but stay focused on where you really want your money, right? And sometimes it's about just watching the number in your bank stack up. So one of the things that I like to do is take a screenshot of my finances and then I have like different editing apps but you could even do this on like Instagram and you don't have to show anybody but I would like screenshot your bank account obviously like um, when you like go to upload it on your story let's say you're using it for an editing app um, you would like take the um, the writing tool and you would obviously white out all of your bank information if that is what's caught on screen, any of those details. But then you also want to white out the numbers for the dollars that are in your account and you want to then type over it the amount that you would like to see in your bank account, okay? And you want to save that. So you know how there's like that little option to save your story? You want to do that. And then you can exit out of the story without ever uploading it to anybody on Instagram so nobody has to see it. It's a private thing that you could do. Um, but it's cool because you give yourself the visual of what your bank account would look like if you had that amount of money in there. And then I want you as an exercise to sit and look at that. And then I want you to imagine how would you feel if that was your real life, if your everyday reality had that amount in there. Now, I think it's I think it's great to be like really wild with it like, okay, let's do Kanye Kim money, right? Let's do like billions of dollars or whatever, millions of dollars, let's do it. But let's also be practical, okay? So if you have a financial goal and you're like, I want um, 30,000 in savings, write 30,000, you know what I mean? Like I feel like sometimes people don't wanna do the small amount, but the thing is, is like when you do that, it's much easier for your subconscious mind to attach to it because it is smaller. Like that, that number can always grow. This is an exercise for just right now. And you don't want to overcomplicate it. You really want to stay within the realm of what's believable for you. So even if it's smaller than that, let's say it's 10,000. Cool. That's awesome. It, this is an exercise to help you get attuned to what it would actually, what you would feel like having $10,000 savings in your bank account. Now, when you feel that, you're going to know that when you see those deals externally, you're going to probably be able to say, mm, that $10,000 in my bank account looks way sexier than this thing that I want right now. Like, I don't need a new whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I find that to be a really helpful practice, but I want to say again, just be very mindful of overspending 
Um, and deals are happening like all the time. Trust that what you want, like you can get it and you can probably get it at a great deal another time. So lastly, oh no, not, not lastly, another thing. Uh, this is a good time for negotiating. So if you're in the middle of contracts with your housing, if you have um, anything you're purchasing for your home, like let's say it's like the aesthetic of the house, um, labor, if it's whatever, you know, if you're at, you have a job and there's work that they want you to do, this is a perfect time to negotiate timelines, to negotiate contracts, to negotiate pay. Gemini is very chatty like that, which I think is wonderful. Being able to express yourself clearly is going to be very important. So make sure that you run your perspectives through the eyes of other people. Have trusted people around you to give you feedback about your, your sales pitch, so to speak, um, because that's going to be helpful for a, a final presentation or when you're actually in the moment negotiating. And then... Um, cleaning, decorating, this is a good time for trial and error with your DIY projects. Obviously, do your research first. I think one of the shadow aspects of Gemini is that it doesn't do the research. It just kind of jumps in. And yes, it's one way to learn, but it's also another way to make more mistakes than are necessary. So you're going to learn regardless. Now is a really good time to, again... Get the foundational steps underneath you and then hop to it. Good time for, yeah, cleaning, redecorating. I think it's just like the the Gemini energy of like movement, that social butterfly aspect of like moving things around in your household, changing the vibe up a little bit, and also changing your plants around. I know that might sound weird, but plants thrive in different parts of the home. Sometimes they don't like being by certain windows or sometimes they want to be closer to certain places or whatever. So take a look around at what you have and and feel the energy. Is it stale? You know, like it's it's time to freshen it up. It's time to put your nurturing energy into it. Very much Venus energy, right? That, um, that really sweet, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to care for. It's just time for a change. And simple changes can make a world of difference. So exercise yourself in, in that realm. Um, okay, the other thing, lack of follow-through and change of plans. So my pro tip around this is to just let people know that you have to look at your calendar first and you'll get back to them. I do feel like things are going to pop up that might be more immediate, that might need you a little bit more than what the plans that you commit to like ahead of time, like, okay, this is a four-week period, remember, July 17th. If you're committing to something within the first week of July, right, and it's now going to be, what, June 20th or something, you don't know what's going to happen by then. Sure, you have an idea, but you're not, you're not sure. So let them know that you'll get close, you'll get back to them closer to the date. Pro tip, it works really well because when things come up, you don't have to feel guilty for canceling. They never had a false expectation of you coming. It's perfect. Tell them, yes, you're booked busy. You have a lot going on. You hope to make it. 
You're going to check your calendar. Maybe even ask them, what is the time that you need me to get back to you on this? Let me know. We'll collab. Okay, make it cute. Um, but also, I want you to remember that this goes both ways. Okay, so people probably aren't going to follow through with you and their plans are going to change and they're going to cancel on you. So make sure that you're also detaching. Um, and I don't want to say you need to like expect everybody to drop the ball because that's inaccurate, but just make sure that you're taking some deep breaths when someone doesn't follow through. Ask yourself, is it that big of a deal? You know what I mean? Like in three years or one year or four months, is it going to make that big of a difference? If the answer is no, then shake it off. If the answer is yes, it is a big deal. Well, then obviously you need to have a, a clear conversation with them about why they dropped the ball, but don't be bitchy if someone has a conversation with you about this as well should you not follow through on something you need to take accountability okay and then say here's what I want to do to change here's where I am growing here's what I realized I made an error and this is what I'm going to do to not repeat that error okay very much Venus energy we're growing up we're maturing we're loving ourselves we're being compassionate to ourselves and to other people all wrapped up in these next four weeks. And then now I'm on the last bullet point. <laughs> Expect a fair share of surface level interactions. So don't be too quick to invest in other people, um, especially if you barely know them. This is, this is to anybody working in groups and or dating. Look, or you know what? Anybody in social interactions, let me just say it, because here's the thing. If you don't know anybody, you need to pull your energy back. You need to let a surface level conversation and let surface level interactions be just that. And what you need to do is stop dropping the stories around it. Okay, just because you had five decent social interactions with a person doesn't mean they're going to be your best friend, doesn't mean they're going to be your life partner. It doesn't mean that. Like, you got you to gotta let go of all that high energy that takes you out of your body and into your mind. Because at the end of the day, you're still living above the neck. You know what I mean? You're still living in your head with these stories becoming elated, and that's not grounded. Empress wants you to be grounded, okay? She wants you to be able to live your life in luxury and in peace and in pleasure. It's not pleasurable to be up in your mind, and then when you actually face reality, you get so bummed out because you were making all these stories up about some basic interactions. You know what I'm saying? So be mindful of that. All right, let's get into it. Here is the deal. I'm going to pull, I got a couple of decks. What I wanted to take care of was first, <laughs> Toro came back, is the goddess cards. I haven't pulled these babies in a while, and I just felt like with Venus, goddess, like, it wanted to be known. I have self-care cards along the lines of Venus, and then Gemini energy is just going to come from the tarot. So let's get into it. Water signs. I'm going to do y'all first. Okay. Okay, so water signs. Y'all have the two of wands. And the Four of Pentacles. Ooh, yeah, I think that getting really clear about what you value and staying within that system 
of your values will do you well. So don't take action unless it matches what is important to you. So the thing is, is like with the fun, flirty energy, with spending your money, do it, but do it within reason. Okay. Don't, don't go outside of your moral ethical code for a fun moment. Like just, you know what I mean? And I don't know, water signs can sometimes get carried away by the people around them. I also feel like air signs can too, but um, with water signs, the four of pentacles for you is like, what is it that you really find important when it comes to love, when it comes to nurturing your environment, romance, and all of these things too can be turned inward, right? So don't feel like you can't flirt with yourself in the mirror. Please, you can. Don't feel like you can't put on some sexy music and buy yourself some flowers. Uh, you absolutely can. You know what I do? I spray perfume to smell good for myself. I smell like Gucci and Chanel half the time because I love the smell of Gucci and Chanel and I will smell good for myself. These are the things that you could do for you. Again, that like align with your value system. So this is great. And I think it's going to be very rewarding for you, water signs, because it feels like the way that I get it with the two of wands, it just really feels like you're deepening your practice of self-love. You have the green Tara water signs, so you have start delegating. Ask others, including the green Tara, to help you instead of trying to do everything by yourself. Ooh, that's cute. So what do you value about support? Do you believe like you have to be the person that does it all? Going back to negotiating, this might be the time where you're like, hey, I need a day off or I need a couple hours to myself. Can you take care of the kids? Could you make dinner tonight? Could you do these couple of chores so I can take a break? Like, it's going to be, again, to your values. If you value, if you value rest, right, but you're not applying that value to yourself, what are you even doing, right? You want everyone else around you to be rested, but, like, you yourself are so bothered and so worked up. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Again, I just keep getting, like, pull your energy inward. And then your... Oh, your self-care card is look to the stars. That's cute. I think about peaceful moments. I think about, yeah, just tilting your head back, dropping your shoulders, unclenching your jaw, letting yourself be in awe of the world around you, giving your mind something really cool and positive and beautiful to think about, to entertain as a way to balance maybe some of the stress that you have, right? I mean, we're all stressed out. Um, but over the next couple of weeks, it's going to be really important, water signs, for y'all to identify your personal code of conduct and to stick to it. Okay, earth signs. Here we go. What do we got for Earth? All right, Earth, we are starting with the Knight of Cups and the King of Wands.
Oh my gosh, I'm going to sit with this for a minute for earth signs. I feel like this is about showing other people how to treat you. How are you talking to yourself? How are you treating yourself? How are you showing up for yourself? Here's the other thing, though. Not showing up for yourself is showing people how to treat you. If you don't show up for you, if you're all talk and no action, people see that. And people say, oh, she's not serious. Or hey, she's not serious. They don't really have their own back. So if they're talking all this shit, but they're not doing anything, I can talk shit and not do anything, and they should be fine with that. So you have to realize how you are, how are, how you're behaving is letting people know how they're going to show up in your life. This is a really important time to be your best self, to be your kindest self, to be your most compassionate self, to get really curious about what you want and how you can get it. There's a lot of like opening up, I feel, coming for um, Earth signs, which is super cool. But with Venus and Gemini, for you guys, I feel like there's a higher level of maturing. And I feel like Venus is like that card about maturing, and it doesn't always feel good. We don't always like it. And sometimes being compassionate on ourselves is really hard but I know you can do it. And I want you to think about it like this. If you were to talk to a friend, I'm sorry, if a friend were to come to you and share with you the exact same things that you were going through, what would you say to them? So let's say on your list of things that you are overwhelmed by are like, your boss is a nagging bitch at work. Your coworkers always fucking up the projects. Um, you had an unexpected bill and now you don't get to travel, okay? And on top of that, you have like an injury from the gym, right? Your friend comes to you and is like, oh my God, this injury is killing me. I just want to feel better. I fucking hate my boss right now. My coworkers are like incompetent. They're just got all this going on. What would you say to them? You know? You probably wouldn't be like, oh, that's like so sad and then just like let it go. No, you would say, damn, I'm so sorry to hear that. What can you do about the leg? Like what is the recovery process, right? Is there anything I could do? Even if it's like just giving you a hug. And don't forget that you can hug yourself, you know. You can give yourself a high five in the mirror. These things feel silly. They really do. I want to validate that, that like, eye roll however hard you want, but don't let that stop you from taking action on the love and nurturing that you need to give to yourself over the next four weeks. And again, I feel like too with Empress Energy, there's like this, um, this parental role. So you have to remember that you're modeling for kids. So if you are a parent, how you speak to yourself, how you nurture yourself, how you react to certain trials and tribulations in life um, impacts little ones, right? They think, okay, well, if things aren't going well and my parent explodes, that's the best way to handle it. If things aren't going well and my parent just shuts down, that's the way to handle it. So they learn two things. They learn 
they learn that challenges can either be reacted to by exploding or shutting down. That's not it, right? You want to have a solution-focused mindset and attitude. And um, <laughs> the word I had in my head was verbals, which is like not it. Um, narrative is the best way I could say it. So for earth signs, this is a really big time for you, it feels like. I think, again, again, with the knight and with the king, the social responsibility is so high, but you're leveling up here, which is exciting. Okay, so your goddess card. Your goddess card is fertility. Um, this does not apply to having kids. This is in no way, shape, or form a predictor for pregnancy. I don't do that. I will not do that. That is out of my scope of practice. I'm literally saying this so I could never be sued by anyone. But on the card, it says, it is the perfect time for you to start new projects, access new ideas, and give birth to new conditions. I love this. Yes. The new conditions, I feel like, is what specifically comes to my mind. New conditions of how you treat yourself. New conditions of, how, of the way that people see you. You have to start operating differently if you want people to treat you differently. You have to start saying, you know what? It's not acceptable that I talk to myself like that. And let's say you've been tolerating it for a little bit. Stand up to yourself and say, no, thank you. I am no longer tolerating X, Y, and Z. I will only accept whatever, right? Lay it out. Your self-care card is rest. That's sweet. I think it's super sweet too because the Knight of Cups is about receiving and being able to take things at a pace that feels good for you, that feels nourishing to you instead of forcing things. And maybe that's it as well. When you have people around you, instead of you know buying into all of the pressure, you can actually breathe. You know, you can create a culture or an environment where people don't have to be rushed, where people can take a breath, they can stabilize a little bit, right? Co-regulation. This is super cool. I'm really liking this reading for earth signs. Um, but of course, it's going to be on you to make that happen. So just consider the best way that you want to show up for yourself, how you want to handle things happening in your environment, how you want to handle things happening with your money, a lot of growth. Fire signs. Okay, babies, let's do it. We have the Justice card and the Hierophant. God, just kicking our ass. Kicking our fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm here with you, fire signs. You're not alone. Okay. <laughs> Look. You cannot. I cannot. We cannot. <laughs> cannot keep settling. Fire signs. We are trailblazers, okay? I feel like a cheerleader, but this is true fire, right? Trailblazers. People are going to keep doing what other people are doing because it's fucking comfortable. We are the fire under people's asses. I feel like fire signs sometimes forget their power. 
forget that they come to agitate and that they don't have to be, you don't have to be well-liked. Let me just remind you, okay? You don't have to live for people's approval. You don't. I know that you want it because <laughs> I want it too, but like, it's just not the way that it goes. Um, look, when you love yourself, you're going to say the things that people don't, people are thinking, but they don't want to say out loud. Okay. You're going to completely derail people's old school thought processes, but that's the point. You're a disruptor. Okay. And I feel like if you're not valuing yourself, you're going to just fall in line with the status quo and you're going to become bored. You're going to become frustrated. Your own sense of agitation is going to get turned inward. And then you're going to be like, oh, I don't like anyone. And I'm blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just going to not, you're going to be upset for like, you, you got to channel this outwardly. Hierophant is like, what are, what are your values? It doesn't matter what anyone else says that you need to value. It's also really important that you look at what you've inherited during this time in terms of how you handle your money, how you appreciate or don't appreciate the things around you, and how you treat yourself and other people. So like I was talking about with earth signs, earth signs seems like they're um, maybe like showing little ones or the people around them how to treat them. With fire signs, this is you just recognizing like you have to treat yourself better. You really do. This isn't so much about teaching other people. This is more so like reclaiming the essence of how you love yourself, which is really powerful. And naturally, that's going to show people how to treat you. But I think with fire signs, there's something very unique in that it's also going to push some people away, but they're not your people anyway. Like they're going to realize that they can't get away with shit because you're not letting yourself get away with shit any longer. So they can't get away with it, you know? Um, Ooh, y'all, we got Diana focused intention. Keep your unwavering thoughts, feelings, and actions focused on your target and you will make your mark. Yeah, if balance is what you want in your life, you have to keep focusing on it and striving for it and figuring out what brings you balance. It's probably not going to be chasing half the stuff that other people want. It's not. It usually never is. And that's also okay, you know? That's exactly why you're here is to light the way, <laughs> is to deviate from the norm. Who wants to be, who, and also like what is normal, you know what I mean? But I know in terms of like fire, there's this natural rebellious energy and it can be expressed in a way that's safe and not completely self-destructive, you know, and self-sabotaging. Make a meal. This is your self-care card. I mean, obviously you're going to have to feed yourself over the next four weeks, but I think with the, get some new recipes. Shake up your shake up your food. Okay. Gemini floats all around, tries new things. Venus, nourishing. How you nourish your body. Go out on a limb. Okay. Try a different fruit in your smoothie. <laughs> no, for real. I'm serious. Like 
when it comes to nurturing yourself, eat foods that you probably wouldn't have tried before, especially as we now enter different seasons, there are going to be seasonal foods. So over the next four weeks, commit to trying different foods. Small investments obviously work within your financial budget. Don't go, don't be overspending just to flex like on the gram for food. Don't do that. But try something different. This can also be a way that you ignite your fire. You become enthusiastic. You're stimulated, but you're also grounded at the same time. I think another thing too is watch different cooking shows so that you can get inspired when it comes to making a meal. Um, cute. Flirt with your food. Can you do that? <laughs> I love to just make, I love plating food. I love when food looks aesthetically pleasing. I know some people can like eat it out of a whatever carton or whatever. And yes, I understand that it makes like I have to clean more, right? Because I have like a dish to clean and a spoon and a whatever. But I genuinely enjoy plating my food and making it look presentable. Part of that is like very satisfying to me. So if you've never gotten into the art of plating, maybe now's the time to make it look super cute. Okay, and we're gonna wrap up with air signs. Okay, so air has the hermit and the ace of wands. It's, it's time to apply your energy towards the non-sexy stuff. Now, this actually makes me think about what I had said at the beginning of this episode when it comes to the overspending I'm not necessarily saying that air is at risk of overspending, but I am saying that it's going to be a great time for you to imagine the end result of the hard thing you're working on and let that end result be something that sustains you along with your why. I feel like the Ace of Wands is very much like that why energy. Why are you doing what you're doing in the first place? What is the impact that you wanted to have, not only on you, but on other people? With a hermit, it's very practical. <clears throat> and I think that's also part of the Venus energy. Things take time. There are seasons. You can't rush the growth of whatever, the plant, you know? And, and for what? So you can have it faster? Like, Learn to enjoy the journey. And I don't mean that every moment has to be fun and sexy because it's just not the vibe. But if you have to spice it up, you have to spice it up. You know, if it's becoming monotonous and boring, then that is a sign that you could throw in a little heat. You know what I mean? Make it kind of cute. Put on some good music. Put on a sexy outfit. Like, put some perfume on, do your makeup, whatever the fuck it is that you do for you, you know, as you go about your day-to-day -day things that maybe aren't so fun, that you're just rolling your eyes around. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm like that as well. Um, but with the hermit, it's like you've got to have this dedicated energy towards your goals and your projects or they just won't get done. And you're the only one who's going to do it, you know, unless, of course, 
you could pay people to do it, but I don't think you're in that boat. And if you are, good for you. Receptivity with Hawthorne. Allow yourself to receive. This will increase your intuition, energy, and the ability to give to others. Okay, cool. So bouncing off of that hermit card, spending time with that end goal, feeling into it, giving your brain, your subconscious mind, the ability to tap into that lived reality is going to be really rewarding, right? When you realize that you can accomplish this goal and that this goal is going to have X impact, you can then start to take action and be kind and compassionate and a lot more balanced as you take that action. Okay, lastly is your self-care card. Oh, you guys got intuition, which was also part of your Hathor energy. Okay, cool. So, yes, air signs. Paying direct attention to your projects, to your deeper feelings other than like the agitation and everything like that, to the real feeling, not saying the other feelings aren't real, but what I mean is like the deeper, more open sensation, that, that's the truth of the situation is that openness. That's where you want your guidance to be coming from, not to be coming from this place of like, oh, I have to do it. You know what I mean? Of like drudgery and overwhelm. Um, so it's going to be important that you quiet your mind. If you can get tips on making your process with your goals more efficient, obviously talk to people, get some feedback on how you can streamline things. But don't spend all of your time talking. Spend a lot of your time doing the things that you've got to do, despite maybe not being so excited about it. But you know what? They say when you look good, you feel good. So I think switching up the outfit, doing your hair, um, I think also going for a run, exercising, draining the brain before you start to do things can be helpful as well. Again, just to combat any type of overthinking flightiness um, and writing things down so that way you can stay on track hitting those marks people who write things down are more likely to accomplish them than people who don't write things down and just try to keep things in their head so you don't need to make things more difficult for yourself you're here to make things easier and applying yourself that way with lists draining the brain uh, chatting it up with friends obviously to a healthy degree <laughs> is all going to help you out so Thanks for being here. Today's episode was a little longer, but we covered it. We covered the Venus and Gemini energy. So I love you and I will talk to you soon. We've got another episode for me coming out fairly soon because we have the new moon in Cancer on the 28th. And then Neptune also goes retrograde in the sign of Pisces. So what I'm going to do in the new moon in Cancer episode is touch on Neptune Pisces, which is like so, there's a lot of water, right? Neptune is like wild. So I'm excited to see what that brings. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Okay, bye.